So, this is your Shukai host. Um, we're going to be doing something a little bit uh, new and different. So, um, we'll, we'll try it out and see how it goes from there. Uh, so, our what we're going to talk about is uh, we're going to be, we all watch, we all hung out on Discord together and we're, we all quote, quote, gathered and uh, we all watch Wonder Egg Priority. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Wonder Egg Priority is, is that it follows a heterochromatic um, girl who has, who somehow has the power um, of a magical girl and she saves other victims of a lot of really heavy stuff. And um, yeah, uh, honestly, <laughs> there, there we go. Um, but yeah, um, so far as of this date, we've watched only up to 12 episodes because the 13th episode has not been out yet. And I believe it's out going to be somewhere around June. Correct me if I'm wrong. And other than that, I have um, at the usual Shukai cast, I have Martin with me. What's up? It's your boy. It's your boy, the Momo, the, the Martin. <laughs> the Martin. Um, you're, this is going to be his actually... VTuber Shota. No. <laughs> no. I have I have Barry with me as well. Hello, it's your girl Barry. I am mm-hmm. back. Again. And also, um, we'll be welcoming TJ back as well. Yo, what's up? It's your nondescript human being that also watched the anime. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very beautiful. Um, without further ado, let's all get started. Um, honestly, though, I really actually had a lot of fun time. I had a lot of fun watching with you guys and like hearing your reactions while watching the show. Um, but honestly, it was just it was just so heavy. Whenever we get together and we all watch Wonder Egg Priority together, um, just because it explores the diversity and variety of ment- mental illnesses and mental traumas that each and every person is capable of having, you know? And every time an episode hits, it just hits super hard. And it's like, but it hits hard and in a, almost a very artistic manner. Mm-hmm. Much agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to suffer with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why would you even say it like that. Um, <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, Martin and TJ, what do you guys think about the show? Because I know when I, when we were watching it, Martin, Martin was like super dead quiet the entire time, and um, I, I always tried to like check up on Martin. I was like, Martin, are, are you okay, buddy? Are, are you are you doing good? I, I was I was I was like taking it in. It was heavy. It was it was really heavy. I have a lot of fa- say now, but like just in the moment, I'm just like, oh man, it hurts. This fucking hurts. It's so fucking cute, but why does it fucking hurt? <laughs> um, but but what about you, TJ? What what about you? Honestly, it's like it was like an emotional roller coaster. Especially, we, I, I think we all felt the same way. But with the with the opening and the ending, it was like the opening would be really calm and beautiful and peaceful and then the episode would crush your soul and then the ending was really cute i I, <laughs> I i don't know if this is like one of those animes where the uh opening songs and the ending song they just straight up lie to your face like um 
like Asobi Asoba Se's opening lied to me. Um, so this is definitely one of those anime where there's just, just a lot of like creativity into it. Um, I overall, I guess this is the part where we can talk about spoilers because technically we are giving out reviews to it. But holy fuck, everything about this show just hits on a whole new level, especially with. Oh, my my heart goes out to Kaoru. Like I feel so sorry for him. Like Jesus fucking Christ, nobody ever deserves to go with goes go through what he did. It, just, it breaks my heart to ever see that and just like watch it to the end. Um, but um, and then Mary and I got to talking about how um how uh, I believe the studio was Cloverworks and mm-hmm. um I. Dude, I really appreciate all the uh, walking animations that they did. Like each 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 style of their walking, it just hits so different, but it hits really close to their personality. Yeah, each walk was definitely different with like each like character, especially like during the opening where um like oh, shoot, I forgot her name. I keep forgetting her name. It's the it's the main girl. Um, oh, I. Uh, I... I yeah like I I's walk was very like different from like um Momo Otaro's walk <laughs> and like this is really cool and like I I really like how it was very like artistic rather than like like abstract because like if you look at it like it's it's kind of strange but not too strange where you get kind of lost with like compared to like Ma- Madoka uh, Madoka Magica. Madoka, sorry, I keep mm-hmm. pronouncing it wrong. Like, mm-hmm. theirs is more of an abstract way, which still, like, fits, but, like, it, it's kind of, like, playful, whereas this one, it's kind of, um, it's more, I guess, if, I'm using arty words, I'm so sorry, but, like, more impressionist and, like, like, very, not really impressionist, sorry, it's more real rather than, like, abstract. You mean? You, are you, would you say? Would you say that surreal is is surreal, the more surreal? <laughs> yeah, I can't words. It's hard. Because I have to. I have to admit, like this is like one of the most artistic animes that I've seen in a good long while, and I don't use the word artistic very often, just because animation, art. Ooh, I was like, no, this is actually very artistic because it's super interesting on how they are able to capture different ambitions and they're able to illustrate suicide in such a weird interesting world and they're able to do it in a very colorful manner you know like all their all the victims that they save and all the and each and each character each of the main character each of these quote quote magical girls i guess each of them have very distinctive uh artistic symbolism into them that defines their character and their power to overcome their weaknesses. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed, but like, um, especially with uh, the character Rika, like, you know how her weapon is like uh, a box cutter 
And then, you know, later on it's revealed that yes, she is also a victim of self-harm where she's, you know, she commits self-harm with a box cutter. And it's just like, I thought it was like super cool. And there was like a bunch of symbolism onto it. And then her pet is a turtle, which is also one who wants to protect themselves, but you know, but they're so weak to, they're so like shy to come out of their shell. And it's just like, ah, this show is too big brain for me. It's just so much. There's so much symbolism into it. It's so great. I love it. I don't, I, <laughs> this show hits on a lot of like mental issues so much more than I was anticipating. And um, how do you guys actually feel about that? As the like person who is really into like really sad stuff, um, I love things that discuss this kind of topic. And this anime, I think, approached it in like two different ways at the same time Mm -hmm. it approached it in a very like harsh and gritty reality type way where they show you like um what was her name uh rika's like cutting like her cuts you know and they talk about suicide very openly and about the different characters and why they did what they did um but they also go about it very soft like you know it lets you know that these are still young girls it it shows you like how impressionable they are and how like regretful they can be about their decisions and it was just so good how they like they brought this really harsh reality to you but then showed you so humanely like how these characters approach the situations themselves wow tj um it's it's super weird it's not weird but like yeah i get i did get that impression where it's just like wow they have a lot of heavy stuff with them but hey they're high school girls they can actually just you know act like high school girls from time to time and enjoy each other's companies which is something that I really appreciated about this show. It's it's not like it's not like all like heavy stuff and like all these like serious issues that they all share together. But it's also like, hey, let's all have a sleepover and just talk about boys and love and all these good stuff. It really throws you out of the whack when it does that. Like you you, you forget <laughs> you forget the kind of show you're supposed to be watching. It's like oh oh this is nice and cute and like oh it's so wholesome. They're spending their childhood and like being being all good friends and then bam depression depression just hits you straight in the face and like oh oh no yeah and I'm like I'm so curious as to like the creators like like what he wanted these kinds of things or what the creators wanted these kind of things to symbolize because like at least for me one thing that i got was that that like the dream world and the eggs and all that wasn't like like obviously it was a part of the show but it's almost like um like a symbolic stand-in for these four girls like reliance on each other and like how they like them in their own egg world is almost like them dealing with their own traumas. But when they go to help each other, right, that's them helping each other out and kind of discussing each other's traumas with each other and learning from each other. That's kind of like something I kind of took from it. Mm-hmm. Ah, what about you, Mary? What What are your thoughts about it? Like, I definitely agree that it like, it kind of just like smacked, smacked us on the face with it. Like, um, it kind of just shows that, like, it, like I kind of realize, like, some anime or even some shows kind of, like, hint, like, these things, like, oh, it happened kind of thing. Like, oh, like, it kind of happened, we're not going to show on screen. But this anime is like, no, this is legit, and, like, these things can happen in reality, too. And it's kind of cool that, like, they, they kind of don't just, like, 
just like sprinkle it on you no they just kind of just pour the whole thing on you just like saying like hey <laughs> this this thing like like these like mental things happen like suicide like self-harm um like especially like these relate to like teenage girls uh i guess especially like um like when they're like kind of going to their like puberty phase too they have to deal with like like how they look and like also like a lot of um like self i don't know self findings the right word i know there's a better word uh, um identity like they have a um not identity crisis but they're 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 on a journey to look for it right yeah self, self-discovery yeah there we go there we go like you like they're on like the road of like self-discovery and like trying to find out who they are and i i think it's like a really cool um anime to show like like mental health like mental health awareness too like if i had a show if i had to put like a category for uh shows that like relate to like mental health and like mental like awareness and all that stuff i would definitely put that in that category it'll probably be very high on that list because i haven't there there are some that like i've watched that could relate to uh mental health awareness but i think this one is a really strong one that i think people should know about Mm -hmm. uh what about you martin um it's definitely like i have to admit that the way the the art the author the director approached this anime it's very bold it's just there's a lot of topics already that it goes through is is they don't really i don't see a lot of animes really go about discussing these like the girls uh for for one yeah the self-harm the depression but also like the girls also figuring out their sexual identities and stuff like that even the main character rika just going having to cope with the fact that like the the, the typical trope that we see is like yeah like in these kind of situations the teacher is like like bad and everything right they're they're like a they're like sexually abusing them but in this case it's different it this uh, it this in this in this specific specific situation it is the teacher actually I, I correct me if i'm wrong from what i when i when i from what i saw in the in on the episode but the teacher wasn't really doing anything wasn't really sexually abusing her at all it's more of her fears fears of the of the teacher and the relationship she has uh, he has with her mom and if I understood this correctly, she also was growing feelings for the teacher. Yeah, so it's it's normally they don't really tackle on this trope that that, that like go in that direction, but it's just the amount of things that yes, as you guys were saying, is like very realistic in their approach in that any of this can happen, and it's just like they they. They didn't want to sugarcoat anything. And the next part, like, spoilers are okay in this episode, right? Yeah, Just yeah, like, yeah. The big thing. Oh, the big thing when, like, this is, I, I went super quiet, but that, this, this, like, rang true for me is, like, like, we were seeing the points of views of four actual girls, right? But then yeah. in the very end of, like, what they've revealed to us so far is there's, we're actually seeing emotional feelings or the, the, the emotions and feelings of a girl that's doesn't it's not even really a girl it's an ai created by like the two two the 
the two masterminds behind this Wonder Egg project, so you so call it. But that's the thing. The more I looked into it, it's like, yeah, they're they're trying to make this this ideal little girl. But the problem is, it is their conception of what an ideal little girl should be. It's not a real real girl it's an ai and so they they designed this girl to be like what every and everything with this would fa- uh, a father would want like intelligence like uh the kind caring but sometimes they could be a little little distance and just like rebellious but that's the thing they're forcing their own preconceived notions of what a little girl should be these are two guys mind you not not like women or anything these are two guys who think this is what a little girl should be. And what ends up happening is this this AI girl that they made becomes a severe so- psychopathic sociopath, like just ends up killing people out of jealousy and everything because they don't. That's like a little bit of like a smack to the face too that they that I don't know if the author intended. I'm pretty sure they did, but just shows that like these two guys don't actually know, don't actually know like what a what how a little girl is actually supposed to feel or anything like that mm-hmm. it's like a i found that really interesting there it's just, so no yeah i think all your points um really hit true but um i, I don't know i can't i can't really no i can give a final say because we only have like one episode and that's like going to be hopefully the series finale to this fucking pain like like i've never been so scared about a sound up until now and was like oh, ah, where are you no <laughs> stop it's so oh, so bad uh you know you but, like it you no i you don't like i don't i guess some more to your my, ears my fucking heart breaks and shatters every time they hear the <laughs> lips popping and i was like oh god oh god no no please oh <laughs> uh, but like like i share i share everyone's opinions and thoughts here i think this is a very very artistic show hell i i am really hoping that this is probably this actually is a contender for the next uh critical anime of the year awards for 2021 just because it has it has everything that hits anime of the year, you know. It has that. It has the plot twist. It has a very likable characters. It has. I forget what the score was like, but I did not. I did not hate the score, and they also have a lot of drama and a lot of good things going for it. And I really do see this. Like, and it's just the first anime season of the year, and I already saw like a really strong contender for anime of the year already. And not to mention, this is an original story. This is an anime original content. So there's no light novel, there's no manga, there's no video, there's no visual novel to like base this off of. This is this is all new territory. And honestly, I am really excitingly scared about episode thirteen that's going to be released into the future. I, I. With so many twists and turns this show has given us throughout its run, I'm really terrified of what the last episode has to offer us. A- any any closing thoughts before before we wrap up this review? Um, I well, I guess like I I like how this is like an anime that's like based on girls saving girls, but it's not um like a maho shoujo type, you know, like mm-hmm. the transformations and like like it's all happy and doopy and all that stuff. Like it's totally different. Like I would like. 
it's really cool how like it's there's fine i guess there's other anime too like i probably don't know about it but like there's there's a anime about girls saving girls and they don't have to do that cutesy transformation they're literally like in their normal clothes and like like one's in a hoodie and it's really mm-hmm. cute mm-hmm. but yeah okay I, it's it's so it's so weird for me to identify this as strictly a Maho Sojo show, but it has all the elements of it, you know. Just and, not the transformation. <laughs> I guess I guess <laughs> not the transformation. <laughs> I I well talking to wait uh, TJ, have you seen Madoka Magica by any chance? Oh oh yeah. Okay, it's like honestly, that's that's the thing that we all keep coming back to. We keep comparing it to. Medoka Magica, and I guess one of the reasons is I do want to touch up upon is like how come we are we are doing that? Is it because this is going to be one of those Maho Sojo that that shifts the entire genre of Maho Sojos, or is it just the ones to get the most attention of that moment? Um, I think the reason why it's because like kind of like they're kind of similar, like it's. Uh, girls fighting for evil or like girls fighting for each other but there's also that dark aspect like obviously like okay spoiler work alert i guess like the the show doesn't get darker till like i think episode three when mommy's head gets cut off and then like later they find out what the soul gem actually is and like what this little shit like little cat alien motherfucker yeah, that guy. <laughs> like, like the reason why he should be hated. Um, uh, but like, it's just. <clears throat> but that's the like, thing. That's the thing too. Really, well, actually, finish your thought before I jump into that. <laughs> no, 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 like, uh, like I think the reason why we compare it is because they're both like, like girl saving things. They both have dark aspects, and like, there's just so many, and like, they kind of have like like artistic effects too like you have uh shaft studios very abstract kind of colors whereas like Fuck Shimbo. Have... <laughs> like oh, it's like it works for monica though because like it, it kind of just plays it just plays along with it i i don't know how to explain it but it just does and then you have the surrealism from from wonder egg priority and like i like i think maybe because like like they're, they they kind of have like they, they wait, well there's four girls and five girls in Monaco so I guess that's not the point but yeah I I can see why because they're both dark both girls saving girls and yeah <laughs> Martin you were saying I'm so sorry. I was like you were talking about you know like QB there that little shit right yeah. the thing is the thing is like I said the QB like I was going back to like the little girl like the AI girl you know let's give her let's say her name fucking frill. QB doesn't know the fuck what the fuck he's doing. He thinks whatever he's doing is right. And that's what Frill is doing. They this misconception of what they're doing is right. And it's just like it's not. It's just horribly, horribly wrong. They're like hurting girls and everything, like, ah Okay, that's all wait, my little rant. Wait, hang on, hang on. But QB's just literally doing the job of the universe though. Like, he's not <laughs> He's and not exactly. doing it. He's not <laughs> doing it because it's a weird little conception of like of like no. uh, you know of energy and whatnot. It's just what the universe demands yeah, from him. Here's the thing: it's 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 kind of related because it's his job, right? It's his job to do that. 
think of Frill, her AI programming is her job to follow the orders that she was fucking programmed to do. And her fucking fathers, who thought they knew everything about little girls, programmed her the way she did. She doesn't know any better because that's what she thinks she's supposed to do. It's the same thing with Hubie. Oh my god. Phil is just QB. Oh my god. There's the big brain. There's your fucking big brain. Oh my god. I'm a computer science major. This is the shit like I saw that shit's like, oh my god. This is why you don't fucking make AIs to like try to replicate a certain emotion or stuff because you're not gonna get it because you're gonna mess it up because you think an emotion is supposed to be this way and that's what fucked up Phil. Everything she's doing, she is like she's thinking that she's right. and her purpose is to be uh, a daughter figure to to those to her two creators. But once the once the wife was introduced and she was having a kid, her existence, her very purpose of being made was put into threat. She she was basically going through an existential crisis. In order to continue fulfilling her job, she had to execute the two things that was going to essentially replace her. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, what about you, TJ? Uh, I'm sorry, I got lost in Martin's speech. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry. It's final um, thoughts. Um, honestly, so I think that one thing that like draws people to stories, right, is the antagonist, whether it be a situation or whether it be a bad guy. And I kind of feel like the antagonist is very similar, right? And I don't think it's necessarily like Frill or... Uh, whatever the little rat's name was from Madoka, right? That's not necessarily... <laughs> I can't remember his name. Um, but that's not necessarily the main antagonist. The antagonist is the situations that these characters find them in, especially with these two anime. Um, and I think especially with Wonder Egg, like... Or okay, so like with Madoka, right? The antagonist, the thing that they're fighting against is this continual time loop of horrible horrible things happening until they can break that loop um but with this it's actually like it's a similar like thing where it's a situation but their situation's a lot more like grounded in like things that these you know young girls go through and if it's really cool because if you look at the different villains not the girls that they save but the actual villains that they're up against they're like they each represent like a different pressure in society that young girls go through. I was just looking at it. And like the first bad guy is another female student. But then you have like a sports coach, um, someone who's heavily influenced by like pop culture, someone who is like a molester. Like it's things that young girls have to go through and feel pressure from throughout their society. It's their situations. And I think that's maybe like subconsciously one thing that ties these two anime together really closely. That's it's good that you brought that up too, because like you're right when you're saying like Frill is and like QB, but like specifically Wonder Egg QB. I mean, fuck Frill. Frill is not like the main antagonist of the show. If you really think about it, like I said, it goes back to the two creators because they're the ones who created Frill. And as much as we like, she she did all the killings and everything. We have to point to the fact that Frill is the way she is because of those two guys, and it kind of also symbolizes what you're saying there. There basically impressioning on her what they feel a little girl should be correct and it's all yeah. these all of these focus all of this like 
these expectations of what who how people should be or how the little girls should be just not just not just with frill but with, with the four other main characters that's why things are going wrong it's these expectations that are placed on these little girls by society that's causing all these problems where all these mental health pro- the mental mental health issues are just coming to light yeah um as for my thoughts oh man I, I can't i can't it can't be original but i do think um wow this is such a big brain um but i think i think what makes this my final thoughts is that i think what makes it really blend well together is the fact that they're each able to what the show really brings together is that you know despite all of our despite all the girls different mental traumas the only real way for us for any of the girls to feel comfortable and to feel good about their lives is just to communicate with each other and i feel like because they keep meeting up and because they keep hanging out and like having all these fun times whether it's discussing about the problems or even just you know having some girl time i think the fact that they keep doing it and the fact that they keep like meeting up despite how different their circumstances are is only the real true solution to whatever problem that they have whatever problem they're going through um i think that's also i think that's just a really really like subtle but very healthy way of not dealing with your traumas but to actually be able to overcome it and acknowledge it as well other than that um that's it for our shukai review of wonder egg priority um let us know if you have any comments we'll see you next time Gathering